Party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. We are here in the Mothership, uh, racist-free Mothership Studio 22. Uh, very diverse, very diverse in here. Sort of diverse, I guess. I don't care. Uh, the Puppet Master Mark driving us into the nether regions. If you find anything to complain about, it's his driving, okay? That's all you got to worry about. All complaints go to mark at mark.com. <laughs> Candice, the queen of the Ethiopians. Uh, Candace, let's get in your mind for a second. Do you ever... No. Like, do you cringe when I say certain things of course. more for how the audience is going to respond or how the quote-unquote Blaze TV power brokers are going I to cringe respond. for the world at large. Do you? Yeah. Do sometimes. you? Sometimes. <laughs> That's about all I'll say. Well, put yourself in my shoes. <laughs> who has to deal with party foul Steve? Yes. In this racially charged climate of America that we're living in, and you never know what the hell is going to come out of his mouth. Racially I'm, charged or not, dealing with Steve is another full time job. It's a lot. Yeah. I'm really think I'm going to start identifying myself as other. Other? Yes. Or mother? Other. Other. No okay. longer am I Caucasian or black or any. I'm going to be other on all applications or anything like that. Well, Sarah Gonzalez is over here in the hot seat. And Sarah, I will tell you one thing. I don't know about being black, but I do know that tan fat looks better than pale, pasty fat. Uh, yes, I can confirm that that is correct. Yeah. Which, by the way, reminds me, I've got something for you. Oh. <laughs> Sarah Thank and I you. are always trading tanning solutions. I'm afraid of the sun. Yeah, I mean, days. you don't want to look like a bag of leather yeah, when you so get old. I, I, want you, I want everybody to look at this face. Look at this face, Mark. This is 47 years old. This is almost 48 right here. That's a baby face. Look at that. You so, just want to pinch so, those I, cheeks. I, and I let you. Aww. This is a baby face. Now, I've started to get my wrinkles in my neck. Blah, 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 blah. You know, I, I'll tell you what. Field of Greens. Ain't even an ad read. I'm just telling you, I love Field of Greens. That's the legit stuff. It really is. It's great. I love it. We need. It we'll is. get you. We'll get you a good neck cream. There, I've got. <laughs> can you do that? I've tried various <laughs> neck creams. I don't want to go plastic surgery because I just have a feeling that once I start, I'll never stop. Yeah, that's what I hear. <laughs> Next thing I'll know, I have a big old fat ass. You look like Ken, you look like Kenny Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Right. But that's that's genetic right there. That's mm -hmm. my my uh, yeah. That's on my mother's side of the family right there. That double chin. Even when I can lose a ton of weight, I've got the double chin. I watch a show. I feel so bad for the girl. She uh, she's like in her twenties and she's got the she's got like jowls mm -hmm. and a double chin. Um, it's very clearly genetic. <laughs> so, <laughs> Lord have mercy. We're gonna get into some fun stuff today. Are we? Yeah. I mean, you know, if listening to black people's opinions about white people and white people trying to hate white people and all this crazy stuff going on is fun. Oh, thank God someone's finally talking gonna about talk it. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Okay, good. Nah, I don't even know if we'll talk about that. We're just going to have some general fun, <laughs> I think. Hey, if your mailbox is anything like mine, 90% of the time it's a fairly depressing place to be. Political flyers, utility bills, unholy amounts of coupons, and third-rate mail, but once a month... 
I have a reason to be excited because that's when my box of awesome comes in from Bespoke Post. Bespoke Post sends guys only the best stuff every single month. No matter what you're into, (laughs) Box of Awesome has you covered. From style and grooming goods to barware, cooking tools, outdoor gear, Box of Awesome has carefully built collections for every part of your life. So to get started, take the quiz at boxofawesome.com. Yeah, I said it, boxofawesome.com. Your answers are going to help them pick the right box of awesome for you they're going to release a new box every single month across a ton of different categories it's free to sign up you can skip a month you cancel anytime you got nothing to lose each box costs only 45 bucks but it's got over 70 dollars worth of gear inside you can get 20 percent off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter the code watch chad sometimes there's confusion as to whether it's chad or watch chad so you got to pay attention to these ad reads folks see after the fact they want to send me the messages candace What's the what's the promo mm-hmm. code? Pay attention to the ads. Watch Chad for Box of Awesome. That's boxofawesome.com code watch Chad for 20% off your first box. Be back. I want to say it was a fun weekend to be living in a Democratic-led city uh, just this past weekend. Father's Day. Father's Day. There's jokes there that I won't tell. Um, in Chicago, 102 were shot. Yesterday, we reported 99. Apparently, they, they found three more. 102 were shot, 14 dead. In Chop, Chaz, three shot, one dead. Uh, so much for that. New York City, 24 shot. Uh, North Carolina had nine shot, two dead. Uh, Minneapolis, 12 shot, one dead. What is the uh, common denominator here? Well, guns are going out on their own and killing people. Oh, I hate it when Late they do at that. night, they sneak out of their gun mm-hmm. cabinets and go out into the streets and hunt down people. Yeah, it's a sad deal, man. Uh, the youngest in Chicago was three years old. He was fatally wounded mm. in his father's arms. Uh, Father's Day weekend, folks. Anyway, that's what's going on. I'm just, I, look, it, that's a tragic thing. It really yeah. is. I mean, that's a, that's a sad, sad deal. And, and I, again, I go back to if, you know, Sarah, I'm like, you can't even use the English language anymore because everybody's deemed certain phrases offensive. Mm-hmm. I mean, if life matters, life matters. Right. You know? Yeah. The reason, and everybody who's ever listened to me or knows me, the reason, ultimately, I've always been a conservative my entire life is it starts with uh, defending the unborn. Right? Mm-hmm. It's defending the unborn. The folks who, the kids that don't have a voice. Right. So, yeah, I don't, I don't care what color the skin of that baby is. I've always, always, I mean, I caught persecution in college. University of Georgia, I wrote op-ed pieces for the Red and Black, which is the campus newspaper. And my main prerogative was to talk about pro-life issues, right, in college. So you can imagine on a liberal campus even back then, oh, yeah. the stuff I caught for yeah. that. Uh, it never crossed my mind that I was only defending a certain color baby, Right. I don't care about that. Life, life matters. So when I say all lives matter, somebody says all lives matter. And you say, well, that's racist to say, oh, give me a break. Come on. 
And I know the arguments when people say Black Lives Matter. Well, that's like saying the rainforest matters and you saying all forests matter. Well, all forests do matter. I understand that you're specifically targeting the uh, rainforest. But if Black Lives Matter, then Black Lives Matter. All black lives. It doesn't matter how that life gets lost, whether it's abortion or black on black crime. And And I love somebody that came to me over this past weekend who said, you can't say that more blacks kill more blacks. That's a cop out. And I'm like, how in the hell is that a cop out? Truth is now a cop out. Yeah. Mm. That's just an excuse to get away from y'all's privilege and y'all's way of, you know, y'all's violence against the black community. Well, first of all, uh, I've never committed any violence against the black community. Yeah. yeah. What do you mean by y'all? Yeah. What you talking about y'all? <laughs> mean you I people? hate a whole lot more white people than black people. Just yeah. saying. I don't get it, man. I mean, I get it. And I said yesterday, Sarah, I've been trying to find the positives of this whole thing. And I will admit, I think that people have gone and they've studied a little bit more. They've Mm -hmm. researched a little bit more. They've learned a little more about history in terms of the black community and slavery and things. People have been through the civil rights movement. I've watched some movies that I probably would not have watched before. But you think the average american is doing that too i think that's giving them a lot of credit i to say that they're studying that some are okay i think that some are because i just know from the responses people are are putting some things out there we've talked about history on this show in the last week well your viewers are uh, a whole different breed yeah if they're watching you we know that they're you're being positive yeah, being po- of course. I love my rednecks. Pack, pack. Um, no, I just mean if they're watching you, I know they're getting their history lessons. Well, I hope so. so. Um, they, you know, and that's that's because we we're tongue in cheek all the time, but we try to be fair minded, and and of course we come from the angle that we love everybody, and we do. Um, and and I think that pretty much gives us the right to call out your BS mm-hmm. at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if if my kids are doing something that I see is going down a destructive path, it's my responsibility to say, hey, guys, I'm going to tell you you're wrong because I love you. Absolutely. Because I love you. Yes. Uh, If I didn't care, I wouldn't talk about it. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't go through it. I wouldn't put up with the crap that we put up with. I mean, you catch it. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. So we just wouldn't wouldn't do it. Right. I mean, I could skirt through life. We could talk about whatever. Yeah. Oh. I mean, if you don't want to get into it, we can we can talk about all this. I'll go stuff. do a YouTube channel about makeup and fashion. Exactly. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a hot topic. Tranny Chad. <laughs> I'm keeping already, my wiener. Well, I think there's already one of Be- those. Beverly could do that, but <laughs> Beverly Wall. God, that was an ugly woman. Uh, how about I take you in the backyard and kick your ass? <laughs> Tad Papavafalus. Man, that was a fun yeah. show. Humor me. I, you can uh, get it on blazetv.com slash Chad. Back to what y'all were talking about. I opened up Netflix to watch TV this weekend and they have the BLM. Black voices. Yeah. 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 Voices. And I was like, you know, that's cool. I'm good with that. But if you ever, you can never put something for white people or even, I, I guess you could do Hispanic as long as you're a minority, you can have a dedicated yeah. channel for your, on your channel or something. Yeah. But even Hispanic, I mean, you don't see. No, you don't see the. You really don't see. So I got to. And I we gotta, are a growing minority. Yeah, sure. Are. So you would think that that would uh, apply there, but you don't see it. So um, this, I got, I, I just got a message on Twitter. Let's see what it says. Twitter bird. 
I'm going to steal that. No one touches Twitter bird. Follow me at watch chat on Twitter. It's fun. Uh, this person, I don't know why they tweeted me, sent me a private message. He says, you know, there's more whites on welfare. Okay. Well, I don't know that I've ever talked really about the welfare topic at all ever really but that's random you know there are more whites on welfare okay is well, it a they, competition who, who poked you, you? Have... <laughs> <laughs> i'm like well you know there's more whites right right like generally speaking yeah. in, in the population now let's get into the ratio and the statistics exactly. of how many to how many yeah that's a different story you know there's more whites well there's yeah yeah <laughs> blacks only make up 13 percent of the population right don't worry hispanics are growing on you there's some math to be done there <laughs> But. A little bit. What were you going to say, Steve? I like that shirt you're wearing. I don't that remember what I was going to say, but I'm sure it was really intelligent. Sure it was and probably really funny. Steve, oh, Steve totally. must ejaculate at that moment, right? <laughs> I always love it when people use that word talking about somebody who exclaimed something or said something. I don't love it. They ejaculated their phrase. I don't love it. Yeah, I don't think it works in the 20th, 21st century. <laughs> no. I really don't think so. <laughs> Uh, I'm not sure you can use ejaculate in the form that you do in normal conversation. Yeah, well, I'm sure you can. I mean, it means the it same thing. Depends on thing. who you're talking to. I yeah, got a fantastic it. message from this person who said, watched your show for the first time yesterday on Blaze TV. It was outstanding. Oh. Well, at Brad Woomer, I'm following you. <laughs> I thought you were fixing to say, thank you, Mom. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, my mom's much more critical of the show. Uh, so I did, I did a video end of last week about this situation in atlanta with the with the rashad brooks rashad brooks and the whole thing that's going on about the police and you know we talked to we personally talked to probably 30 or 40 police officers we we spoke to many many you know we waved said thank you bumped fists shook hands whatever um and i did the video where i i you know, it was a seven and a half minute video, very long for me, you know, sitting there in the Jeep and it went viral. It was a couple million views on the thing. And I, yeah, I meant every word of it. Dropped a couple of F-bombs. Whoops. I was just passionate about it. Mm-hmm. But even my mother, she said, you know, she called up. She said, you know what? They've all said it. So, but it was amazing to me. The people came up, you are dimming the light of Christ by using and i'm like that's your takeaway that is your takeaway now these same people will go on twitter and say we're ready to have a civil war and start killing people mm-hmm. you can't handle an f-bomb um yeah, yeah forget, we sort of got a little hung, bit of mixed up stuff they forget going on. jesus hung out with fishermen sailors <laughs> yeah um, a little bit you know when those nets show. were breaking they didn't go hallelujah <laughs> I, you know what it's fine i i if i the the occasional time that i use a swear word i <laughs> Oh, you mean on your videos? Thank you. Shh. Yeah. Um, I bleep it, and they still have a problem. Yeah. I'm like, I bleeped it. Your your ears didn't have to hear it, and they still get mad. So back before they really cracked down on my language on this show, Candice Queen of the Ethiopians. um, Cough, cough. People used to get mad that we bleeped it. They were like, No, just let it out. Let it go. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, But anyway, to each their own. I uh, I'm pretty passionate about this police thing. Yes. Pretty passionate about this police thing. Um, I want to. I'm, I'm organizing some things. Brandon Tatum, Officer Tatum. If you, you everybody knows Brandon Tatum, uh, and his wife Corinne, we're working together. We're talking about organizing a couple of events that are very pro police. Of course, he's a former police officer, mm-hmm. uh, and he lives there in Arizona. Also black, by the way. If you don't know, also who he black, is. and 
we're we're talking about i want to have some locally i want to have some police parties maybe get kevin to come up and play uh, that sounds wild our buddy kevin fowler maybe we can get him to come up and you know because i've talked about having him come up and do some shows with us uh or play and let's have some events but i'm you know put out the tubs of beer and let's get rowdy mm. and you know maybe we'll have a barn party or something like that but i'm really i'm really because here's the thing you know and i've mentioned this people say well do you are you for these corrupt cops no because that, to me those aren't cops those are people who have violated their oath and i understand it's a frustrating job <laughs> i've seen several videos that people have sent me uh over the over the last week of guys they're funny videos because they're cops who are just losing their shit right <laughs> because you would too yeah dealing with some of these things yeah but you know we walked out of at we left just early on the at the rally in tulsa right yes because we, we, we just want to get ahead of the crowd yeah we didn't want to get stuck in that and so we're walking out we speak to several of the police who are just lying in the street and we come up and we were asking for some directions what's the best way to go and they said well you don't want to go this way because mm-hmm. they're rioting over there they pointed a couple of blocks up so you might want to avoid that and uh and several of them there were some who stopped me and thanked me for that video and i just i thought you know these guys just want to do their job but can you imagine the asinine stuff they see day in and day out they see the absolute worst of humanity they really do i mean it's one thing i feel so bad for these guys who have to pull over on the side of the road with cars blowing past at 80 miles an hour that don't even bother to slow down or get over Mm -hmm. and just the fact they got to risk their lives while you're on your cell phone texting somebody and not paying attention that's bad i was just talking with my my uh, police friend uh, cop friend there in fort worth the other day and you know last weekend weekend not this past but the one before i mean we had a police officer in fort worth that got drugged 90 feet he's been in he's been in critical care uh, got drugged 90 feet by a car and that was one of his cops that, mm. that's under him and and you know these guys put up with a lot of stuff they just want to go home to their family writing a song uh let me let me give you some lyrics to it right here i'm writing a song i'm you know i said you? yesterday i said i'm writing a song jade's like of course you are <laughs> and so cj and i were playing with this thing he says all he wants to do is come back home all he wants to do is live his life one more day to raise his kids one more night to love his wife he wakes up 3 a.m it's a game of chance when the new shift starts he doesn't hesitate to face the hate. He just buttons up that uniform. It's a thankless job made of thank- selfless hearts. When they say a badge can change a man, you know how right they are. He saved lives. He's seen death. It's all for me and you, and that's why we back the blue. So we're, we're playing around with Love it. it. Because, nice. I, I mean, you can't just say, you just can't say enough for those guys no. who are out there doing that. So anyway. Anyway, Candace, let's sell something. What do we got? Tack Pack. I love Tack Pack. They're the premier monthly subscription box for military, tactical, prepper, and Second Amendment enthusiasts. For only $49.95 a month, you're going to get at least $100 worth of gear, sometimes up to $150 or $200 worth of gear from different companies like 511, Sons of Liberty, Gunworks, Mission First Tactical, Armor Spec, and a whole lot more. They're going to send out AR-15 parts. I'm going to build another AR, Steve. You ready? Let's do it. I'm ready. You ready to build another AR? I've got the trigger. Well, yeah, we got the trigger. We got our Folds of Honor trigger from uh, RW Arms over there, buddy Mark Maxwell. Uh, and they're going to send you the AR-15 parts, the accessories, the EDC tools, knives, uh, all kind of gear. It's going to keep you prepared for when the crap hits the fan and you know it's already splattering all over the wall. June box was a uh, big, big box, physically a big box. Now their upcoming July box is their heaviest, so can't wait to see what's in it. May and June, both of them sold out early, so you need to get signed up right now for the heavy box. 
It's got over 100 bucks worth of patriotic gear. Use the promo code CHAT at checkout to receive a free extra bag of tactical goodies shipped out, shipped out with your first pack. Don't wait, folks. These are flying off the shelf. So go to TACPAC. That's T-A-C-PAC.com. Sign up today. TACPAC.com. Use offer code CHAD. We will be right back. Hey, 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 hey. Uh, the comments. I posted a video yesterday of the Black Lives Matter march there in Tulsa. And they were all white people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they stunk. Uh, they were really nasty. They were. They, I don't think any of them had showered in less yeah, than If you a watch week. it, people go, those look like homeless people. And I'm like, well, they might. They might have been. might have been. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe their parents don't have a shower down in their basement for them. <laughs> Probably not. It's well, I can tell you this, yeah. shit runs downhill and apparently it lives in the basement. <laughs> so, I mean, these people were just rude and crude. And you, we were talking uh, yesterday about, you and I were about just the demeanor. Yes. Of different, the different groups. Yes. You know? Yeah. Uh, the police walked past and the, the folks that were there for the rally, they applauded. Mm-hmm. You know? And was, they were just, they were happy about life. Yeah. Right? I think they just this, were positive. The, there was the a lot of positive energy. kind of seem like they're the kind of disenfranchised kind of part of society that they have something that they can get together and you bring up a good point steve yeah. there is that for the mentally ill <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they found They're each other yes. the asylum. yes i mean and i i know these days everybody thinks that's mean to just be blah 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 blah, blah. can i can i just give you guys a, a lesson in comedy comedy is about stereotyping Okay, but when you stereotype or you use statistic, you're talking about a people, a broad group of people as a whole. You're not individualizing people, okay? So stop thinking that a joke is just about you. Mm-hmm. See, that's the problem right now. This Everybody, it's just about them. Yeah, It's about me and mine. It's about what's, what's victimized me, what's been done wrong to me, what's offended me. Uh, offendedness is not currency. You can't spend it. It doesn't matter how much of it you collect. It doesn't make people feel more strongly about what you feel strongly about. It doesn't do anything for you. So get over it. Really and truly, no one's thinking about you. (laughs) Are you important? Sure you are. But when you become self-important, it's a different thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when I say all lives matter, they do. Yours yours still does even when you become self-important. But we just don't want to hear it. (laughs) Right? We just don't want to hear it. Uh, We don't feel sorry for you. If you were born in America, you were born with the golden ticket. My Amen. God, people don't understand. Amen. I mean, I... I, I they're, they're so entitled. Yeah. They're so entitled and spoiled inside their bubble. They have absolutely no idea. They think they're oppressed. So what's happening now is it's, it's, it's a cult-like following. If you go in, you read an interesting uh, piece over the weekend it was a, a psych- psychological thing of what draws people into cults and how the cult initiates them and the four stages of helping them move through all of that. And to Steve's point, it's exactly the way these groups recruit people. Mm-hmm. It's people, they feel isolated. They don't feel like they belong to anything. They're disenfranchised. Um, they don't have anything to believe in. Everything is vanity. 
nothing means nothing has meaning. So now they find meaning in quote unquote fighting hate. So they have to go out and find the hate to fight. Mm-hmm. So that's where it gets that's create the hate. So to now fight you the hate. create the hate and even where the hate because I'm telling you, I am telling you, I am telling you, I'd bet a thousand dollars, a thousand dollars right now. Anyone standing on those streets in Tulsa, anyone standing on those streets in Tulsa had a black man been walking down the street, even if he was wearing a Black Lives Matter shirt, and he walked up to any one of those people on the sidewalk and said, you know what, I love you and I appreciate you. I'm glad we're both Americans. And and they embraced, I guarantee you, they'd hug him back. Yeah. They'd hug him back. Yeah. Because, but see, they have to come down and they have to preach the hate in the street and say, you guys, F you guys. And, you know, everywhere we went, there were guys that were playing stuff, you know, the the rap music and stuff it was f trump f f donald trump also we're saying go home racist and go home racist Mm -hmm. and it's just you're creating something that doesn't exist in order to fight it and it gives you a sense of belonging um and and if trump's and if trump's rally was empty if nobody showed up why do you care right what difference does it make then you have nothing to worry about on november 3rd you have nothing to worry about Joe Biden is a shoe in. I mean, you've already read the polls. Isn't he like 16 points? Yeah, he's leading by like uh. 15%, 15 points. I mean, he's got it, dude. He's got it. You don't even have to show up to vote. Joe Biden's already won. Let's don't even have debates. Let's don't even have an election. It's done. Well, I can tell you this. If the mainstream media twists things the way they did over this Trump rally on everything, and I know they do, yeah. Uh, Joe Biden, they, they, he's forgotten he's even running for anything. <laughs> At this point, well, did he say I almost feel Senate? you know what you know what now think I want everybody to put on your thinking caps. I want you to think with me for a second. Those of you in your little chat room, stop flirting <laughs> there on YouTube. Listen to me, fact pack. I want you guys to listen to me. I'm talking to you. What if all of this COVID crap and this uh, quarantine stuff and the isolation and the sheltering stuff? What if they did all of that because they knew Joe Biden was going to be the candidate and they had to keep him sheltered? <laughs> And they had to keep him in because he's so old and fragile and frail and so damn stupid and out of his mind that it's just really pathetic and sad that they just like, let's ice. We got to figure out something that isolates him. I mean, certainly if that's not why they did it, that's why they're extending it. Oh, they're extending it. Like, we love (laughs) the fact. There was somebody from his campaign. I was listening to something yesterday or day before, and they were talking about, you know, well, if Joe Biden was here, he would say this. And I'm like, why isn't he here? Yeah. He's hiding. I mean, where is he? I mean, but if you were Joe Biden, you would probably be hiding, too. And the idea that you can go on Twitter to Joe Biden's Twitter account, and he's still got the profile avatar of himself wearing the The mask. mask. That is such a sign of pure weakness. I get that you're trying to communicate this is what you're doing to save lives, and you're advocating for this. No, you're 107 years old, dude, and you've been in Washington, D.C. for going on 50 years. You've never accomplished anything. Mm-mm. Remember when Joe Biden, when he was first running, he was a candidate, or he was a, you know, on the Democratic side. He wasn't a nominee, but he said he was going to cure cancer. Yes. He was going to cure cancer. Well, where have you done that already? How are you going to cure cancer? I've said this over, over and over again. My buddy that I grew up with, Rocky Laster, he and I ran against each other for eighth grade class president in middle <laughs> school, right? 
I was legit running for the job. I, I was going to bring I change. That. I was bringing change. We were getting cokes in the lunchroom. That's what he did. <laughs> That's what he did. Rocky oh. ran on. Oh no! He, on putting, you know, he's going to do that. There was going to be more lunch choice. Oh, you know, no. it's like you know, it's like <laughs> choice. <laughs> choice has always been a campaign slogan. We're going to give you a choice. And so he got elected because he promised all this stuff that that he just couldn't do. You lost the office. You lost the position. Wow. Yeah. I, that explains I, a lot. Mm. Yeah. For the rest of your life. The rest of my <laughs> life. I've been trying to play catch up the whole time. So I've learned to just promise people shit they can't get. <laughs> You're a victim of your eighth grade. I guess so. Loss. I mean, I gave a great speech and everything was to the entire student body. It's powerful. Wow. It's powerful. There were tears, Mark. There were tears. They just wanted you to stop talking. Uh, basically, <laughs> it was cringe. Totes cringe. I quoted John F. Kennedy for crying out loud. You were just ahead of your time, Chuck. They I weren't was. Ready. They I weren't quoted ready for JFK. Um, anyway, uh, you know, and that's kind of what Joe Biden has done. That's what they, they pander bear. They, they're all pander bears when they do all this stuff. And so I, I'm just so tired of this entitled society that we live in because back, if I'm philosophizing some more, Here's what they're doing. They don't want equality. They want control. And now equality of opportunity is not enough. You have to have superiority. And, and the superiority means that I, I somehow have to make you richer. I have to make you uh, uh, more affluent. I have to give you status. Why? Because I have the white privilege. And so there are people out there who have bought this crap hook, line, and sinker, and they feel guilty. They don't want to come out of the basement because they feel guilty. They think that if they come out of the basement, that the status is going to be given to them and the job of higher pay is going to be given to them. And it's not my right to go out there and get that. I need to back up so the black community can get theirs. OK, well, all along, the Asian community ain't saying a damn thing because the Asian community per capita is making more than anybody else. Mm -hmm. They're not complaining. And they were persecuted. They put the Asians in a damn internment yeah. camp during World War Two. Yeah. They haven't done that to the black community. Done? A, de a Democrat, by the way. Yeah, by a Democrat, by <laughs> FDR, whose wife consulted psychic mediums. Um, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. She talked to the dead. Wow. She talked to the dead. But, hey, whatever you're into. Yeah. Whatever you're into. But it's an interesting study. Go out there and study uh, the steps that people take to, to ultimately get indoctrinated into a cult and buy into that and you'll see a lot of similarities with what you're seeing out here on the left so is there a blueprint how you can start a cult so oh, steve if you have Don't to ask that you will never be a cult leader oh i do have a really quick question mm -hmm. about about cults well, so do the people who follow the doctrine is there always like a, a secret doctrine that they don't know about or do they understand right like do the leaders keep it from them there is that yes there okay. is so in most I know places that's what black lives matter is about and, and that goes for the pseudo christian cults as well right um and yeah there's a lot of things i'll lump roman catholicism in with that okay now i know people are gonna get mad at me because oh my god you're calling catholicism a cult <laughs> it shoe fits um i i i oh shut up shut up shut up <laughs> all those cults have like one thing in common though well, hang on before you say something and people assume I'm saying it uh -oh. in this context. Oh, okay. Talking about the Catholics. There are things going on in the Vatican you don't know about. Yeah. There are things going on in the Vatican they're not telling you. They're not being revealed. You think the Vatican doesn't have secrets? They got secrets. They're not telling you. Yeah, I don't care how many times you go to mass. They're not telling you. Um, so anytime a religion becomes an organization, you're going to have that. Mm -hmm. What were you going to say about? 
I would just say cults, from what I've seen and stuff like that, have one thing in common, and the leader gets to have sex with all the women. Oh, so God. it comes down to sex. <laughs> There's a joke I want to tell. <laughs> I, can't do it. I got a couple of them, but uh, anyway, that was, clean, that was a clean. I was going to allude back it, to but. the Catholics, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I'm just going to let y'all fill in the blank right there. Hey, you know what? This is a good time to take a break. Why don't we do that, Mark? We'll be right back. Mm, 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 mm. How many more segments have we got here, Candace? We got this one and the next one, right? And the closing. Okay, so I got to figure out what I want to share with you guys. So much, so much, so much. Um, George Orwell, man, you talk about a prophet yeah. ahead of his time. Uh, just ran across this. Most people know it already, but, you know, he said in 1984, he said, every record has been destroyed or falsified. Every book rewritten. Every picture has been repainted. Every statue and street building has been renamed. Every date has been altered, and the process is continuing day by day and minute by minute. History has stopped. Nothing exists except the endless present in which the party, capital P, is always right. Man, boy, howdy. And I'll tell you, that's uh, – let me, let me tell you. See, here's the thing. So black voices wanted to be heard, okay? Appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Uh, I said earlier, maybe there's some positive that's coming out of this thing. Maybe we are learning some things. Maybe we are discovering some things we didn't know. Learning more about history, a little bit more about slavery, people who contributed. You know, for the longest time, I was, well, for a week at least, I was putting uh, black heroes, unsung heroes yeah. on my Instagram with their story about what they did well ahead of the times. Um and I was trying to say, you know, hey, there's a history out there that needs to be learned. Uh, not to be felt sorry for, but these were people who were legitimate heroes and they accomplished things. And they were heroes whether they were black or not, mm-hmm. but they just happened to be black, which was. But what you got here, here's. Uh, the, the, Karl Marx said that the first battleground is against the history of a nation. All right. That's what Karl Marx said. So if you want to take over a nation, you got to battle the history first. Uh, So Antifa pops up uh, around 2008. Communist, progressive, socialist, the DSA, Democratic Socialists of America. Those are domestic enemies. I don't care what you say. Those are domestic enemies. And they have infiltrated this black movement. They have infiltrated. They have perverted, if you will, any message that's gotten out there because they've invaded this thing. That's why I say when you see the Black Lives Matter rally the other day, what do you have? You have nothing but white people in this parade that are out there shouting. So they've invaded. And I just want to remind you guys, of course, Antifa means anti-fascist. It's it's sad that the anti-fascists are the fascists in this situation. Right. So uh, if you look at the parallels between Antifa um and these rioters that are out there go back into history one of my favorite pieces of history to study has been uh not just world war one but the bolshevik revolution and the russian revolution the age of the romanovs the end of the czars in russia the assassination of the czars um uh all, all that happened right in there really a fascinating history to me it's it's a it's just an interesting history Lots of drama that that went on there. So 
if you want to study the history, go back in there and look at the tactics employed by the Bolshevik Red Terror groups, the Nazi brown shirts, Mussolini's fascists, Chinese communist Red Guards, the radical Islamic terrorists, uh, terrorists that, was, that committed the genocide of Christians, the left of center liberal media establishment, especially places like the San Francisco Chronicle, New York Times, and Washington Post, the Huntington, Huntington Post. They've been trying to cover up Antifa's communist ideology and affiliation. So you got the FBI, Department of Homeland Security, the Justice Department. They've designated now Antifa a violent domestic terrorist organization. And let me just share with you the 10 principles of Antifa. I don't know if you've ever heard these or not. The 10 principles of Antifa. This is what they are. One, liberation will be won by any means necessary. <laughs> now, you understand when I say liberation, that is a war term that means there's something that's occupied. All right. Mm-hmm. What is it mm-hmm. occupied by? Number two, we will destroy the state, police, military, corporations, and all those who run the, quote, American plantation. Three, we will live with dignity in a world without prisons. Four, systems of punishment will be abolished. There will be no law to enforce, no money to protect. Five, revolutionary justice will be determined by those who are oppressed. Wow. Six, there will be no government. No person will have power over another. Seven, communities will make decisions about how they live and will make sure everyone has what they need to live a dignified life. Eight, land is not property. It is alive, communal, and must be protected. Nine, alongside international comrades, we will destroy all borders for the free movement of people everywhere. And ten, Militant networks will defend our revolutionary communities. Liberation begins where America dies. So I'll let you guys mull on that a little bit. I would invite you to visit modern-day Venezuela to see Mm -hmm. what the result of all that looks like. Um, So they've infiltrated a lot of this stuff. And unfortunately, the black voices, you know, you go to, like you said, the Netflix and you look it up and every everything out there is talking about black voices. black. And I've looked I I recommend people watch some of these documentaries. There's some really good ones like uh, I Am Not Your Negro. Great documentary. You need to watch that. Um, There's uh, 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 oh, gosh, Just Mercy. Is that the name of that movie? Great deal. Uh, the Green Book is another one. That's a little bit older. Fantastic movie. Uh, you know, movies like 12 Years a Slave, I have issues with some of those things because they're trying to drum up yeah. more of the, oh, we got to, you know, Hollywood. Hollywood hasn't done a great job of really helping this cause in a big way. And I'll tell you, and I put this on Instagram yesterday. I'm going to go back and read it because it's just profound. I don't mind saying so myself. <laughs> to defund hollywood we do need to defund hollywood I'm, I'm more serious than that there it's loaded with pedophiles and satanists and and i don't care you come at me i'll tell you you guys are out there drinking blood and adrenochrome and all this weird stuff you're doing uh call me a conspiracy theorist you know you're freaking weird but i said the left controls every major institution in america the left controls every major institution mainstream media yep. academia administrative government hollywood Basically, FBI, CIA, all these things on the inside, big tech. So if you want to talk about institutional racism, well, Mm -hmm. if it exists, then whose fault is it? It's the people who run those institutions, the left. 
the left. So if you want to see where the hate's coming from, I just read to you what the ten tenets of, of the Antifa is, what they want to do. They want to destroy everything. So these institutions are being used. You want to talk about systemic racism? That means that racism is built into the system. Well, then go look at the system. Now, personally, I don't believe systemic racism exists in America. I don't believe it does because there's, there's no system out there that is alienating you on the basis of your color. Not that I can see. You see, people keep, y'all keep wanting to fix stuff on the outside. Tear down a monument, fix an organization, blah, blah, blah. You had not worked on the inside. If racism exists, it's right here. Mm-hmm. It's in your heart. It's in your brain. It's in your ignorance, right? Getting rid of Aunt Jemima ain't going to solve it. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> ain't your mama, ain't your baby, ain't your daddy. <laughs> I just think that because. Ain't your mama. They just don't. They needed more. Aunt Jemima needed hadn't sold enough, so they needed a reason to get in the news, so they could sell some more high fructose I doubt corn that. syrup. <laughs> it's always been popular. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's the best. With, with it's Stuber Gear on Stu Does America, he did a breakdown of Stu Does Aunt Jemima. Yeah, well, and like I mean, black people overwhelmingly buy Aunt Jemima. That's crazy. That's, That's how gr- racist that a great it is. Product placement and that it would go right cater to that group yeah so you know we talked yesterday about uh bubba wallace the the black nascar driver who has a very white father daryl wallace senior is extremely white the wallace family has quite a bit of money so bubba has not been oppressed uh but he found the noose in his stall at talladega now Hmm. i'll just tell you guys voting for the nascar all-star race ends july 15th Bubba Wallace would not make that. He would not be nominated. So what is going to move Bubba Wallace to the top of the voters ballot? Well, why don't we just create a little freaking controversy? Maybe somebody could, you know, throw a noose into our extremely secure stall that not just anybody can get into. Right. I don't know. Something to think about. We'll be right back. Yeah, I love how Antifa, they kind of they kind of disguise these riots. They, you know, they seem like they're spontaneous unrest, but they're not. Uh, we talked about this on Wednesday's show, what, two weeks ago, where we had the, the board out there where I said, you know, okay, so there's unrest in a certain community, and so people go out there to protest. And then all of a sudden, where does BLM show up and, and Antifa show up and all of these things? Like, suddenly they're all over the country invading these peaceful protests with now there's riots and there's gunshots and there's all this crazy stuff it's going on i mean i'm watching that video over the weekend of atlanta where the people just start shooting and all of a sudden you know black folks are running everywhere and all of a sudden there's a white girl that falls on the ground because she got shot in the leg <laughs> i don't know what color she was you couldn't really i mean i don't know if she was i don't know she kind of looked like candice kind of white very white yeah and what would that look like <laughs> well you've seen yourself um, just, you know, a brown person, but she wasn't black. I'm like, where'd she come from? Where'd that person come from? Anyway. <laughs> uh, but I, I don't know, man. I it just, this is crazy, 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 crazy stuff. And I guess what I'm trying to tell everybody is don't pick the wrong enemies here. Uh, make sure you're in the right fight. 
that's that's the deal because there's some powers out there that want to fundamentally destroy america the average black community that ain't what they're about right they're they're not about that and we're not about that folks on the right aren't about that this is america folks we want to have a good america we want to be together in this country but there you just have to realize there's people out there that want nothing more but to destroy it we know that's true it's not a conspiracy go to watchchad.com. that's where the fun stuff is go to blaze tv.com slash chad sign up for a full year of blaze so you don't miss anything and you go back and watch all, all of our old humor me shows they're fun and sarah gonzalez the news in white metas mm. i don't know what that you was just, but there it is you're just there being australian is. Yes, I didn't. Sarah Gonzalez unfiltered on YouTube. And Sarah Gonzalez unfiltered on YouTube. They're removing my videos. Yeah. You're so cute. Thanks. You're a cute little pregnant. Thanks. I love that my wife never shows up, but you do. How about that? <laughs> and it causes controversy. Shh. Love y'all. God bless. See you next time. Bye.